folks. It's Friday, August 6th, 2021. Coming up on the program today, where to find the best and cheapest Asian massage hand jobs in America. Plus, Mead Skelton has a 15-year-old girl inside of him. The creepiest sex offender on BitChute strikes again. And who's got a magic ass? Find out today. We have a story now that'll touch your heart. The man's name was Timothy Henson. Timmy Moore chose the homosexual lifestyle because he craved fat dick right now. But along with the sexual activity came a really bad case of hemorrhoids. And soon Timothy Henson was facing full bloom AIDS every day. He prayed to Satan until a Christian family befriended him and gave him new peanut butter AIDS. Tim Henson was looking for breasts. And we have all these myths about homosexuality. And he was just being a careless fairy. When he came free, that he wasn't a quote faggot. He was a person looking for two great big old tits. He wanted the real thing and he got it. God gave him less tension in the asshole. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. Try new peanut butter AIDS. Crystal meth loosens up your butthole. Is Miss Vagina thinking about Mr. Penis? I want to come while I eat your smelly, hairy, wet pussy. It's just a fun thing. All right, Tim, back here with you one more time as we wrap up the week. Got a great show for you today. Got to say thanks to DV listener Torso for recommending the website rubmaps.com. Now, I have never received a massage parlor tug job before. Up until today, I wouldn't even know how to go about getting one because I'm so innocent and sweet. Innocent and sweet. Thank you, Meredith Brooks. You bitch! I'm sorry, that was uncalled for. What's that? No, I don't have time to sing the whole song today. I'm sorry, I can't. No, no, no. The last time I sang, I nearly gave myself a heart attack. I'm pretty sure that's what put me in the emergency room. I just get so worked up because I I get so passionate. I give it 250%, which was also my going heart rate afterwards. If I tried to sing Meredith Brooks' bitch today, as much as I would like to give that to my listeners, because they deserve it, they come here day in and day out supporting this show. And the one thing that everybody agrees on, every single last one of my listeners, is that they love the sound of my voice and can't get enough of my singing. Because I sing like a canary. If I try to do this, though, I'm putting myself at great risk. Risk of death. Is death worth giving my listeners what they desperately want? I say, yes. to me I know but I can't change tried to tell you but you look at me like maybe I'm an angel underneath and I sit at sweet yesterday I cried must have been relieved to see the softer side of Sears I can understand how you'd be so confused I don't envy you a little bit of everything I'll roll into one I 
I'm a bitch, I'm a lover, I'm a child, I'm a mother, I'm a stinker, I'm a sin- sinner, I'm a sinner, I'm a sinner. I'm your hell, I'm your dream, I'm nothing in between, you know you wouldn't want it any other way. I've still got it, man. It should be noted that I did record the entire song, and maybe if you're good, I'll play it for you at the end of the program. Tim says threateningly. <laughs> I have a listener, uh, Matt, actually, who contacts me solely through video clips. Like he'll record himself in the car or in the shower, which I don't mind. Um, t- you know, giving me feedback. And one thing that he has said multiple times is he is convinced that I am actually a good singer. So Matt's one of my m- mentally retarded listeners, I think. No, he's convinced that I that that's an act that I could actually, if I tried, if I really applied myself, I could be a good singer. And I'm here right now to tell Matt, that's not true. I, I, I'm I not a good singer. I, I'm just leaning into the fact that I'm a horrible singer. I, I promise you there's uh, absolutely no talent behind this voice. You've heard the podcast. Anyway, once again, I have gotten off track. New listeners of the show are probably very confused. He was going to talk about massage parlors. And then the next thing you know, he's singing some dumb song from the 90s. You would be surprised by how many episodes of Distorted View go that way. It's a not insignificant portion of shows. By the way, not to continue this digression, but uh, poor Meredith Brooks. You know, that song Bitch hit number two on the U.S. charts. And that was pretty much it for her. Talk about a one-hit wonder. Her next song didn't even chart. Nothing she has done has uh, reached the top 10 or top 20 or 25. In 2002, she produced Jennifer Love Hewitt's album, so that should give you a good idea of how her career has fared. Uh, You know what? I don't care. I love the song, bitch. Meredith Brooks, you will always be the biggest bitch in my eyes. Now, what was I talking about? Oh, yes, CD massage parlors. Torso provided a link to a website called rubmaps.com. It's a whole website dedicated to finding locations, massage parlors that, uh, you know, provide happy endings. I'm shocked at how many rub and tugs there are, even in, like, my town. I mean, I guess I kind of live in a big city, Cincinnati, right? But still, I mean, there are plenty here. Now, you got to pay 20 bucks a month to read the uh, reviews that people leave, which is kind of a bummer. But there is a forum, and I found another website, so we'll get into some actual experiences in a second but even without the reviews you can sort of get a good idea about like what massage parlors you should go to obviously if there are more reviews there's more people going having a good time uh for instance in uh cincinnati here dnp massage seems to be a a popular option it's only 60 dollars an hour it's a chinese massage it's got 12 reviews the newest of which was a week ago. Sometimes there are assholes who will uh, put new massage parlors in that are like legit massage parlors. So you think you're going to go there and get jerked off, but it's like it's it's a real physical therapy place or something. Don't worry. Rub Maps has you covered. They will list when someone reports it as a, a non-erotic massage parlor. Now, uh, most massage parlors seem to charge about $60 an hour, and I would say about 99.9999999% of them are uh, either Chinese or Asian of some sort. 
that is a piece of information you also get in, in addition to the name and location, how much it costs, what type of people will be giving the massage. It's, all, it's always Asian. The few times I've seen that it's not Asian, boy, does that throw up a red flag. A white lady's going to jerk you off? I don't think so. I kind of feel bad. Actually, I cringed at the thought of like some poor guy going to a massage parlor he saw on rub maps thinking it was a jerk off establishment, but come to find out it's legit. And, you know, he's got his dick out. He's desperately trying to get her hand around it only to be denied. Oh, excuse me. I went to school for this. You think I'm some kind of whore? Then he has to lay there for the rest of the hour. She's pissed off, giving him a mean massage, talking under her breath. Oh, yeah, I'm a woman, so of course I want to jerk off your tiny little dick. That's what you think, right? You just prey on foreign women with low self-esteem, don't you? Bastard son of a bitch with a tiny dick. Wow, you really have it all. No wonder you're visiting fucking massage parlors at two in the afternoon on a Wednesday. Hey, and by the way, just common courtesy, you might want to wash your ass before you come to these places. Reek and I see toilet paper bits stuck in your ass hair. Disgusting. Let's turn our attention to the forums where people are discussing all things massage parlor. White Dragon wrote in, I went to an Asian massage parlor the other day and I was shocked. They basically covered your whole body with a sheet. She even told me to keep my underwear on. It's the weirdest experience I had. Other people responded, don't worry. They're doing full drapes at the beginning of the massage, but after a few minutes, it'll come off. Others start with a towel placed below the waist, but again, it comes off after a while. It's the new COVID protocol. I guess they want to make sure your dick doesn't have a cough spewing those droplets. They'll let the sheet catch it first. Now, if you ever wondered who gives the best massage when it comes to Asians, Kak writes in that he thinks there's no question Koreans uh, provide the better service than Chinese. Their parlors are cleaner, their service is better, and the women tend to be less pushy. A lot of people replied to this thread and most agreed. Also, uh, in the Massage Parlor Tips for Newbies forum, Hunglad asked, Bra play? Question mark. Are there any spas where the girls will let you fuck them raw? Well, this guy has a death wish. This is a woman who sees multiple people every day. If she's okay with them going in raw, she's collected a few, let's say, trophies from them. Some special awards like gonorrhea, chlamydia, and that's if you're lucky. All right, uh, Donald Trump 2828 replied, all straight men should do that. Only faggots wrap it up. Rubmapper123 said, yes, there are plenty. Is anyone going to tell you where? Absolutely not. Put in the time and establish relationships. It's like, well, if I wanted to do that, I'd just get a fucking girlfriend. Put in time and effort. Establish relationships. You do know what forum you're on, right, Rubmapper? Also, he says, don't be that cheap fuck arguing about $20. Pay the girl handsomely. By the way, you know, when I think of Asian massage parlors, I get this image in my head of like, you know, a tiny young Asian girl massaging and and she's so she's so petite she's got to use both hands to to wrap around your dick and she says things like oh so big you know you know and then laughs <laughs> you know it just makes you feel good about yourself that's probably the best part of going to an asian massage parlor they're tiny so your dick looks big in comparison 
It's a real self-esteem boost. At least that's what I thought. After reading the forum here, I was horrified to learn most of these uh, people giving massages are old, ugly, and old. Did I say old? The grisly old women. And these guys don't care because, again, it's just a hand job. They can close their eyes. They don't care who's working their hog. As long as it's not a guy. Meanwhile, if they would just be open to the possibility, they could get their hand jobs for free. Get on Grinder. Save your money. You can still close your eyes and pretend it's a little Asian girl. Some uh, gay guys look like little Asian girls. They're called twinks. That's who you should seek out. Uh, further along in this thread, Donald Trump makes an appearance again. All you faggots act like this is 1985. As if, you know, like AIDS isn't a thing anymore. Art Pepper says, look for the acronym BBFS in the reviews. I guess that's bareback full service. It exists, but it's more rare. The women that do it are very adventurous and sickly and love to fuck. So there's lots of excitement that comes with it. Well, uh, thank you so much, Torso, for bringing this website to my attention. Maybe if there's enough interest, I will fork over the cash so I can read reviews of the actual establishments. But as for right now, let's move on. Wow, if you are not Sideshow members, you missed quite an episode yesterday. We introduced a new Utard. Well, kind of a Utard. He's been kicked off of YouTube. He, he can be found now only on BitChute. That's really where all the degenerates end up. I've already reserved my username. I've got a couple more pieces of audio uh, from this guy. His name is Galileo2333. And I really think all Distorted View listeners should be exposed to his brand of nuttiness. Sometimes he posts long videos, you know, like 10 minutes or so. Other times they're, they're quick little news bites. Hi, Galileo2333. Random news headline somewhere on YouTube. Um, a maid in a hotel interrupts a youth pastor who's about to have sex with a teenage girl, uh, and they're calling this maid an angel. No, this this youth pastor and the girl need need to get back together. They they should let the guy let the him out of jail, and and they should legalize older guys having sex with younger girls. Now that is a bold opinion. It's horrifying, don't get me wrong. And that's really Galileo 2333's whole shtick here. He's pretty much just flat out a pedophile. But, you know, in this modern world of conformity and cancel culture and hive-mindedness, it's nice to see someone going against the grain. He has no problem just spouting some truly vile stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, the the state should not be telling guys what girls were allowed to date and what girls were allowed to have sex with and sex contact sexual contact with. Um, yeah, they should legalize creepy old guys having sex contact, having sexual activity interaction with young girls. Um, I do appreciate that he's willing to acknowledge that his behavior is creepy. Yesterday on the podcast, Galileo twenty three thirty three taught us all about Alice Day. I had no idea this existed, but apparently it's a pedophile pride day sometime in April. Here's one more clip from Galileo. I think he's talking about Joe Biden here. Salt Lake school um, board, Salt Lake um, school board members arrested for um, child porn investigation. They need to be released immediately, and that stuff should be decriminalized. Um, Joe Biden has has uh, been revealed. Joe Biden made some remark about a elementary school age girl looking like a 19 year old. Uh, yeah, that's that's a good thing. You know, they they should legalize um, sex contact with. They should lower the age of consent. You know. To 
to seven or something. Seven? Okay. Um, you know, because those little girls, if you're ever seen, like, in a news image, a lot of, you know, just like when they, when they show, like, a classroom with kids on the news or something, Sometimes they'll show, you know, like girls. I mean, it'll be like elementary school girls, and, and it'll be like a warmer time of the year. There, and you know, they're, you know, they're dressing, you know, and you know, dressing less. And and a lot of the little girls you'll see. In a- so you're saying seven-year-olds are asking for it based on the way they dress. Class picture like that. I mean, they are nice and, you know, shapely. They, they're, oh, my God. <laughs> they say the big, you know, legs and stuff and their, their breasts and they're growing. They're, you know, those little girls at that age, you know, in, you know, in, jun- in, you know, in junior high school and in, in, in elementary school, <laughs> you know, those, they're becoming attractive. They're becoming mature. And society's rules should be changed so that those girls are actually, you know, considered mature. You know, and, and ready for marriage. And so, and- if a seven-year-old looks mature, <laughs> if she's big for her age, men should be allowed to engage. Ooh, that could be a new pedophile chant. I'm always unwittingly helping the pedophile cause sexual relationships with men of any age you know whether it's i mean more actually preferably older you know you know mature men should you know should be the ones you know marrying and having sex contact with those little girls so in case you were wondering what bit shoot was all about it's uh, accounts like these it's like alex jones anti-COVID conspiracies and then this guy. Wait, I mean, the laws should be changed and women should be removed from power. If Kamala Harris <laughs> ends up becoming president um, or any woman ends up becoming president, there needs to be January 6th, you know, a gazillion times more in every day. Right, there's a, a call to action there. Um, you know, the Insurrection 2.0. Needs to be a J- this time a bunch of pedophiles are going to rise up. January 6th every day. You know, jerk off on the Capitol building. Times multiple by the way, I heard that pedophiles uh, have a petition going around trying to get the Capitol building renamed to the lowercase building because they like everything small. In the federal government, but every state. Yeah, you know, it should be a complete, there should be a complete, you know, military thing to go through and just remove all the women from, from any position of power, not only in governments, but also <laughs> in corporates. He likes to fuck women. I'm sorry, not women, <laughs> girls. But he hates women. And and university campuses, college colleges and universities should be completely, you know, invaded. And I mean, completely, every, everybody should be removed from, from, from there. And those need to be completely reestablished. Yeah, he wants those things rebuilt. No women allowed. They should be men institutions only. It's basically the plot to The Handmaid's Tale, right? This guy's other great idea is... You know those uber virgins, guys who are in their 40s or 50s that have never slept with a woman? I just have a crush on you, and I cannot get her to uh, reply back in any form whatsoever of, do you even like me a little bit back? Which is probably a pretty good indication that she doesn't, but she avoids talking about it every time I bring it up. Like, just wondering, just a little bit. Open these. Yeah, she does that all the time. Yeah, virgins like Skippy. Galileo says uh, these 40 or 50 year old men who have never experienced sex should be allowed to bang younger, young girls because, you know, they missed out on their chance the first time when they were that age. And it's just not fair. Life is just not fair for incels. Um, You know, those older guys, they should have they should be able to have access to young girls and women. (laughs) 
access and start relationships even if you've never had a sexual relationship in your life if you're an older you know guy you know you know age you know even even if you really are you know a 40 year old virgin can't we just buy galileo a gift card to one of those like uh asian massage parlors i was just talking about as i mentioned earlier many asian women look tiny and young that's right up galileo's alley but this way, um, no child would be put in danger. I guess the other option, and, and the one we, we should really be focusing on, is putting this monster behind bars. There's gotta be some incriminating shit on his hard drive. I, I guarantee it. Good God, bitch shoot. As I said yesterday, uh, that site is gonna turn out to be a gold mine for me. And for law enforcement. Gonna make both of our jobs very easy. Finally, before we get into the news today, uh, we've got another Mead story time here. Mead's going to tell us a little bit about his childhood. Oh, I fucking love these stories. If you don't know who Mead Skelton is, go back and listen to a bunch of old episodes of DV or find them on YouTube. I don't have the time to explain this. Okay, so when I was 14 years old, um, I was thrown from my horse and I got a mild concussion. Okay, well, that begins to explain why Mead is the way he is. So my horse was in heat. You know, when mares get in heat, they're worse than stallions because they just go crazy. And she was rearing up and she was in heat. So if this story ends with Mead fucking a horse, I will be the happiest man in the world. I'll cry. I will openly weep on this podcast and I won't be embarrassed. All right, so uh, the part I didn't play is that uh, Mead's horse got spooked by a crow, uh, flung him forward, Mead hit his head, and uh, now Mead, for some reason, is talking about how his horse is all horned up. Going all around the ring, someone had to catch her. Well, they had the paramedics there, and this was 1993, so they had the paramedics there, but they were there anyway because, oh, well, there's certain risks. Uh, for some reason, people think jumping a horse is, is a, a dangerous sport. I don't know. This is how stupid Mead is. He can't understand why there are paramedics on the scene during these horse events. It's not like it's dangerous or something. Meanwhile, you were just flung from a horse. You're suffering a concussion. People are paralyzed riding horses. Isn't that what happened to Christopher Reeve? That's why he was in a wheelchair, unable to walk? It's so silly to me. They waste their time and money having paramedics on the scene. They talked to me and said, are you all right? Do you know where you are? Do you know who you are? I said, I was fine. But when I got up, I was very dizzy. And I almost blacked out a little bit. Well, I couldn't remember, but I think I had a concussion. I should have gone to the doctor. But, folks, after that experience, I started having these mood swings. Like, I would act like real moody and irritable, kind of like a woman. <laughs> you know how women can be. So I was just, like, getting all moody and irritable all of a sudden when I was 14, a teenager. Now, some people say, well, all teenagers are like that. But before that, I was just as sweet as pie, the nicest uh, young man you could ever meet. And I don't know what happened to me, but something happened where I just lost my identity. You are acting like a woman. You are struggling with your identity. I'm thinking Mead is trans. Believe it or not, I've had several uh, brain injuries. Uh, oh, we can believe that. <laughs> 
It doesn't take a lot of convincing. Nothing, you know, nothing. We kind of all just sort of assumed. Medically significant, but, oh, I was dropped on the head when I was a baby. Yeah, that checks out. Um, some other things, too. My older sister pushed me down the stairs. Yeah. And I guess I had a lot of things going on with my personal life but yes you may recall me talked about uh how his mom died at a young age like i think he was 10 or 11 uh so that affected him understandably and so after my mother died i think it really caused a split in my personality now i'm not saying i have multiple personality disorder now a lot of folks say well multiple personality disorder doesn't even exist i do think i have alters like i have different people that's what multiple personality is you idiot. I don't believe in it, but I have it. That's like the most Mead thing Mead has ever said. All right, Sybil, what else do you have to say? Now, when I was at the statue last year, I think that was Robert. Robert is a 16-year-old boy, and he's very determined. He's like, uh, you know, very... But I think even a 16-year-old, you know, it's just... This is bullshit, by the way. Because the person that was at that Confederate statue trying to protect it as it was coming down. That's all Mead. Again, that's like the most Mead thing Mead has ever done. I'm kind of a kid, and I think when he was up there, he just he had a meltdown. Yeah. Cause he, yeah, like, blame it on one of your other personalities. He was overwhelmed, and I think he's still a child. He, he wants to be a man, he's still a child. And um, Robert is very gung-ho on um, protecting honor and, confe- and confederate uh, heritage and Southern heritage, and um, he's very much like that. But Robert gets very irritated when Shelley comes out. Shelley is a 16 or 15 year old girl. Are you kidding? Mead cannot be serious. This is one of those times when I'm like, Mead's not real. This is an act. He's a troll. He's been trolling us for the past 10 plus years, or however long his. His fucking YouTube channel's been ex- in existence. His whole online persona is a troll. I cannot believe this. Shelly. He's got a personality named Shelly. A woman lives inside me. Robert gets very irritated Hold when Shelly comes out. <laughs> Shelly is a 16 or 15-year-old girl. Now, I know everyone's going to ask, does Shelly like boys? No. Shelly, it doesn't really have a sexuality per se. She's just really into fashion, and um, <laughs> she's kind of like... Uh, it's gay. Meet it. <laughs> Mead is a homosexual. Um, I don't know. She's just kind of this girl that sometimes, every now and then, is a side of me, okay? Do you ever dress up like Shelly? Like, you know, <laughs> I, I have to interview Mead again. There's just so many questions. I don't know. And she thinks boys are immature. But she likes fashion. I could totally see Mead dressed up as Shelly. And Shelly looks like Lil Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like those snack cakes. Level any cat lady, I've got a I've got an art project for you. I want a picture of Mead that looks like Lil Debbie. And, and she's not really into country music. She likes more like pop music. Yeah. Um and Shelly likes bright colors and um she's into uh romantic movies, stuff like that. So naturally Shelly will be upset when she sees a 40 plus year old man standing in the mirror. Um and she's very much uh, upset about her appearance. You know, she's very apparent uh, yeah, has me ever 
mention if he's talking to medical professional like psychologists because he needs to do that. A parent's conscience, and she wow. wants to do um, she wants to do a good job with her looks. Right. Okay. That's Shelley. There's more though. Um, is it Trevor? I think it's Trevor. He's very gung. Trevor is very gung ho into fitness. He's about 26 years old. He pushes me, you know, he has me bike riding in the middle of the night. All right, so that's Mead and at least three other personalities that come out. When I see a very attractive woman, I don't know what personality is is, is around. Is Shelly going to come out and ask the girl where she got that super cute top? Yeah, discuss fashion with her? Or is the other personality going to come out? The one who stalks girls? That's Mead. To be fair, we don't know if he still stalks girls. It may have just been a thing he did in high school. So I think it's the, my hormone levels, too, because, you know, when I was a teenager, they, they in the 1990s, they kept telling all us young kids, drink bottled water. It's better for you. Well, bottled water is full of estrogen, so I was just a walking pile of estrogen between 12 and 19. Paging Alex Jones. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the freaking frogs gay. Do you understand that? Turn the freaking frogs gay. Serious crap gay. Frogs freaking All right, uh, I think that's enough mead for today. Let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. Get up on the news right now. If you like Distorted View daily, please consider supporting the show. Sign up for the Sideshow, that is DV's member site, where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. More importantly, every week we do brand new Sideshow exclusive podcasts, usually uh, at least two times a week. This past week was no different. We did a Sideshow exclusive podcast on Tuesday and another one on Thursday. Listen to those and all of the exclusive shows and the entire archive, 4,000 plus episodes. When you sign up, memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. Again, thank you to all of my Sideshow members. They are the reason this show continues. There are other ways to support DV, though. We have a Patreon account. You pledge as little as a dollar over there, and believe me, every little bit helps. Patreon.com slash DistortedView. Uh, if you pledge at least $5, you get access to a special voicemail line where I'll play your calls first. Uh, if you pledge at a higher tier, like at $20, occasionally I will send physical goodies, like DV merchandise and stuff, and we'll be doing that in the coming months. Sometime uh, either later in August or September. Uh, that'll be the next drop, so be on the lookout for that. Okay, three very quick stories now. First up. An Indiana woman has left her community in shock after police say she murdered her husband, then chopped up his corpse, sliced and diced him, and then had her two children help her place his dismembered body parts into bags and load them into his vehicle. The most shocking thing about this story, of course, is she was able to get her kids up off the fucking couch to help her do something. Kids hate chores. Mark, Jessica, can you help me? Now, please, put down the video game. Put down your phone. I need some help now. You know, you know how it goes. This woman's name is also pretty spectacular. Sessa, oh Jesus, Thessalonica. I'm surprised she didn't kill herself with a name like that. 
Uh, Thessalonica Allen, 34, is alleged to have fatally shot Randy Allen inside the married couple's home while her two children, both of whom were only identified as being under the age of 16, were inside the apartment as well. Investigators who spoke to the children said both reported hearing a loud bang and then running into their mom's bedroom where they found Allen lying on the floor begging them to call 911. But their mother told them not to call 911 and she sent them back to their rooms. Do not call 911. If you go back to your bedrooms right now, later on we'll go get some ice cream. That's a special treat. Later that same night, Thessalonica allegedly woke the two children and told them to help her drag Randy Allen's corpse outside the house and into his car, but the three were unable to move the body because, you know, it was too heavy. This allegedly led to Thessalonica to resort to even more horrific and grisly tactics to dispose the body. Yes, go on. The children reportedly told detectives, Why are you snitching on your mom now? Before, you wouldn't even call 911 for your father. You saw that he was shot, but mom said not to call 911, so you didn't. All right, uh, the children reportedly told detectives that Thessalona went out the next day and brought back an assortment of cleaning supplies as well as an axe, which she allegedly used to dismember Randy Allen's corpse. The suspect then had the kids help her place the pieces of the dismembered body in a tote bag, but uh, it was still too heavy for them to move. The children allegedly told investigators that their mom said she planned to load Randy into the car and drive it to a location in South Bend where she would set it on fire. Still, the body remained too heavy for the three to move. This is actually an interesting point. If you're a psychopath, or at the very least have homicidal thoughts running through your fruity little brain, when you choose a partner, I feel like weight should be a contributing factor. Everyone loves a cuddly bear, but it makes more sense for you as a potential murderer to pick someone with uh, more of a swimmer's build. Maybe uh, like a, a jockey. Thin or a midget is really the way you need to go. So, you know, you can move the corpse should you end up killing him, which you probably will because you're thinking about this. The suspect had the kids help her place the pieces of the dismembered body in a tote bag. Uh, some real mother-daughter bonding time here. Yeah, so the body was still too heavy to move. Police were notified about the situation by a man who had previously been in a relationship with Thessalonica and who was the father of one of the kids. Oh, the man, whose identity was not revealed to news outlets, allegedly told investigators that Thessalonica... <laughs> I just love that they keep using that name over and over. Thessalonica. Thessalonica called and told him to um, uh, come to the apartment because Randy was beating their kids. According to the story, she picked him up, and when he arrived at home, the witness said Thessalonica showed him Alan's body and told him that she killed him because he was beating her and the kids. She then asked him to help her move the body, but he said he declined. The man further claimed that during the drive back to his home, Thessalonica threw a gun out of the car window. Police found the woman, Thessalonica, in a parking lot of an Ace Hardware. You know she was looking for saws, stuff to cut that fat bastard up. Uh, the arrest report said that when officers made contact, she started to cry. And she said, you guys don't understand. He beats me. She then allegedly confessed to killing Randy Allen, saying she shot him after uh, he choked her with his hands. 
Oh, the confession continues. Then she admitted that she cut Randy's legs off because she wasn't able to fit him inside the tote. Like, why, why would you try to stuff anyone inside of a tote bag? Go to the store and buy some huge luggage. You know, the kind with wheels on it. That's how you move corpse pieces, bitch. The children told police the argument ensued after Randy Allen confronted their mother about a website she had allegedly been using. I bet you she was, like, cheating on him, right? Like, Tinder or something? Investigators said they found Randy Allen's dismembered body in a tote bag that was located in one of the children's closets. Oh, my God! This psycho bitch of a mom made their kids sleep in a bedroom with a dismembered corpse. That is child abuse right there. Not to mention all the other stuff she made the kids do. All right. Uh, Second story we have for you, did y'all? This is a very short one from Israel. Uh, An unfortunately named amusement park is set to become Israel's largest ever when it opens later this summer. The name of said amusement park is Magic Cass, named for Hanuk Cass. It's a main investor behind the project, but, you know, you say the name of the place fast. I'm going to Magic Ass. There's no place more fun than Magic Ass. You can sort of see where the problems arise. Hey, when I was up uh, in Ashtabula visiting my uh, my family, I uh, I was talking to my brother about uh, some of the bands that he's been in. He's a bit of, you know, he's a musician. He's been in tons of uh, local bands over the years. And he was talking about how, you know, how things change and how he was in a band in the 80s. And uh, their backdrop, like when they would perform, they'd have like the, the backdrop with their band name and everything. And it was a huge Confederate flag. <laughs> Back then, it was okay, you know? It was, like, on fucking Dukes of Hazard and all sorts of shit, right? It didn't have this uh, negative stereotype. Well, I, maybe to black people it did, but there wasn't outrage over it. As a matter of fact, when I there's a picture of me somewhere, I think, with, like, a guitar, like a little, like, child's guitar with the Confederate flag on it. That's how it was sold. It may have been, like, a Dukes of Hazard's toy. Dukes of Hazard was very big in my family. Anyway, so my brother's band, I can't remember the name of the band uh, because he's had tons of them, but um, had like this Confederate flag backdrop and they had a guy who would uh, go with them to set up for their performances and stuff. And it was like this tiny little black dude, you know, and he'd be like, "Uh, I put up the flag there. Anything else I can do for you? Okay." My brother was like, now, like if that happened today, it would leave a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. You know, my brother was in bands with names like Southern Comfort. That flag is not comforting for some people. Anyway, the reason why I bring up my uh, brother's bands has nothing to do with the Confederate flag, really. But one of his uh, bands, when I was in uh, middle school or going into high school, he had a band. I may have talked about this before, and it was called Cat Sass. And I begged my brother for him to give me uh, one of their band T-shirts. And the T-shirt had, like, a picture of uh, like the cat from Alice in Wonderland. I was like, that's so cool. My brother's in a band and they've got merch. Meanwhile, uh, again, I was too young to put two and two together. The only reason why my brother came up with the name Cat Sass is so that when DJs would get on the radio and say who was performing at the local bar, the DJ would have to say Cat Sass. Yeah, come see Cat's Ass. Cat's Ass is opening for, you know, like whatever they say on the on the radio. Uh, but then, you know, I was thinking about that shirt that I wanted so badly, and I eventually got, my brother gave me one. It was like, it was the Alice in Wonderland cat, you know, the Cheshire cat, but like with its tail up. 
<laughs> so you can actually sort of see the cat's ass. I always wondered why my mom was like, yeah, you can have that shirt, but you can't wear it to school. I thought there was some rule about not wearing, uh, you know, shirts with band names on it or something. Devil music, rock music or whatever. Anyway, uh, the name of this amusement park is Magic Ass. Um, it's an indoor theme park built in a settlement industrial zone. Sounds like fun. It's outside of Jerusalem. I don't know if this is right, but um, the site cost half a billion Israeli new shekels. Don't get too excited. That's only like $150,000. It doesn't seem like a lot. And amusement parks are full of things that can kill you if they're not constructed properly, right? Rides and slides and things. It's expected to be the first of several parks in the area. Quote, it is providing amusement, all right, with its name, said Israel blogger David Lang. I guess no English speakers were involved in that process, unless it was Bart Simpson. Good one, David. An exact opening is yet to be announced for the park, which will include a 20-meter-high roller coaster overlooking the Dead Sea, video games, and a VR area. If you live in Israel, uh, hello, my international listener, uh, the site is around 10 to 20 minutes from Jerusalem. If you're in a car uh, in the occupied West Bank, Israeli settlements in the West Bank are illegal under international law, but the Israeli government disputes this. Hundreds of Palestinians, I'm sorry, Palestinians and Arab Israelis are employed in factories and other businesses in the industrial park where the wages tend to be higher than in Palestinian territories. It's not clear whether Palestinians or uh, Arab Israelis will be a part of the staff of Magic Ass. I think they all should politely decline. Oh, I was looking in the comments in this news article and they're like, um, you're currency conversion is a bit off yeah so they fucked up in the news story uh let me do this myself five is basically 500 million dollars right half a billion 500 million israeli new shekels is about 155 million dollars well, that makes more sense i'd actually feel a little more safer uh about going to this well you know what it's in the west bank i'm gonna pass Final story we have for you today. A UK wildlife sanctuary has been forced to separate five parrots after they wouldn't stop swearing at visitors. They started teaching each other words like fuck. Billy, Eric, Tyson, Jade, and Elsie. All bad birds. They were removed from public viewing this week due to their inappropriate behavior. The parrots are part of Lincolnshire Wildlife Center's colony of 200 African gray parrots, and they were put in quarantine together upon arrival. That's where the problem started. They quickly overwhelmed the staff with their naughty language. We're quite used to parrots swearing, but we've never had five at the same time. Most parrots clam up outside, but for some reason, these five relish it. These parrots would be distorted view daily listeners. They're my kind of birds. Rather than being offended, most zoo visitors found the foul-mouthed parrots amusing, with the sanctuary confirming no complaints had been made. Quote, when a parrot tells you to fuck off, it amuses people very highly. A zoo staff member said it's brought a big smile to a really hard year. Despite visitors finding the parrots funny, the zoo decided to keep the rogue offenders away from children to ensure they didn't ruffle any feathers with, you know, parents. The sanctuary explained the five parrots have been moved to different areas of the zoo 
so they're unable to provoke one another. And just because these are so easily accessible, here's a couple parrots swearing. Now, that's a lot of fucking right there. <laughs> kind of hard to understand, but the bird is saying, don't touch me. I don't think I want to know what its home life is like. Oh, that's you, you bitch. Sure. That was rather aggressive. Here's a uh, another bitch. What's up, bitch? Yeah, that's more of a friendly, hey, what's up? How you doing, bitch? What's up, bitch? Yeah. All right, you get the idea of that, my friends. Is your distorted news for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right, I love to hear from you freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. You know them all, right? Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. I am now on TikTok. My Stephen Asante video is getting a lot of views in the thousands. Thank you very much, lovely cat lady, for that. I'm quite a star over there. My, my video's gone viral. <laughs> Not really, not at all, but uh, it's it's received more views than my other videos, so I'm happy with that. Real quick, before we get into uh, new voicemails, I forgot, I, I, I think I played this on the Tuesday Sideshow exclusive one, and I promised that I would play it uh, on, on a free Sideshow as well. Hey, Tim, uh, I've got a message for Dank Tim, because he won't return any of my calls or talk to me at all. Dank Tim, please... Talk to me, be my friend again. It's me, Paris. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I was a jerk. Just stop cutting me off. We've been friends for 13 years. I'm so curious as to what this fight is about. I hate when people don't give me all the information. You know how I read those news stories and I get angry when de- important details are left out. Tim, tell him to be my friend again. Well, I can't do that. I'm not. Well, I mean, I guess I can, but I would like to know what you did to him. Don't you dare hurt my boy. No, oh, I love Dank Tim. Well, hello, Timothy. So, me and Kelton calling in. That's <laughs> uh, Rob from Texas. Um, I am calling because uh, two shows ago you were talking about how uh, it's kind of like a, a bad, good, dark fantasy, whatever of yours, to be a uh, very big virus spreader that kills old people. Yeah, that sounds like something I would say. Um, and um, is it wrong to say that I kind of felt the same way? Um, like, and, you know, if I've got it and I'm spreading it, like kind of survival of the fittest type of deal, I mean, you know, that plus, I mean, fuck, the world is overpopulated as it is. Do we really need some more yeah. people? Um, anyways, yeah, I'm also a horrible person. Um... Look, I'm just trying to kill off the old people. I guess, you know, we're both horrible people together, and that's probably why I uh, like your show so much. Thank you. Um, Us assholes have to stick together. Anyways, love you, Timmy Boo. All right, well, thank you very much. Uh, Yes, you're a horrible person for thinking that way. Now come give me a hug, brother. Hey, Tim, it's Cat Lady. A few things. Um, one, uh, the guy that called in telling me that he got 
just found out he was adopted and he made fun of the adopted kid in school and he got knocked up by his dad. He went to the school of, uh, or sorry, man, I fucked it up. The Cat Lady School of, of Telling Stories. He, he was an A-plus student there. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I was also wondering. Uh, Wait, someone else said something great. Someone had a great line about that guy. Oh, what was it? I can't remember. And there's no way I'm going to find the message now. Oh, someone said something really great. Have you show Lord Douche the cards and or drawings I do for the show? Yes, I did. He he thought it was amazing. Well, not like in like a, uh, not like in a, well, you should show them because they're good, do 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 way, but in like a, look what the fuck my fans draw me sort of way. That's exactly what I say when I show them that stuff. Like, look, she gave me these little green hairless fairy wings or... She gave me uh, these long acrylic nails and baby hairs like I'm, I, I'm, when I'm sipping tea. Yeah, and then he'll say stuff like, you need to dress up like that in real life. You should do like a like a side-by-side of like the drawing and then try to, as closely as you can, dress up like that in real life and take a shot. Him is my favorite. And then, uh, he's not helpful. He's, he's, he doesn't have my best interest in mind. Saying, did you see Mead's new video? Oh, my God. I'm sure if you did, you're going to talk about it because he basically admits to having brain injury slash brain trauma, which yep. I, I... We covered it all today. I'm not brain damage, and I'm proud of it. I mean, I'm not proud of it, but, you know, it's because I beat cancer, so whatever. Yeah. And then he's like, but I'm, I, I don't have multiple personalities. <laughs> yeah, he says he doesn't have multiple personalities, but then everything he actually talks about in the video leads us to believe that, yes, he does have multiple personalities. Hey, Tim. This is Danny. Hi, Danny. Um, I just learned how to quiz, so I'm going to do it on the phone for you. Okay. Okay, that is not a queef. That's an ass fart. I don't know if I believe it. I feel like it's one of those toys that make the fart sounds. I'm going to need to see video. <laughs> I'm always looking for proof. I'm a pervert. <laughs> okay. That's right. it. Well, thank you very much, Danny, for that. Whether it's uh, real or not, I'll let the freaks decide. Hey, Tim. Just wanted to let you know that. Oh, hold on. We have an intro for people like you. It's another depressed. Please don't blow your brains out. All right, I'm sorry. Now that we have uh, taken care of that, go ahead. I fucking love you. Oh, maybe this isn't a depressed call. This is a horny call. It's another horned up listener who wants to bang Tim. I want you inside me, Timmy. I totally misread that. I'm so sorry. Yes. Fuck me. Although, once you've had me, you're going to be depressed. That it? What the hell's going on here? He either dropped the phone or he's trying to shove it up his asshole. All right, uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Want you guys to email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you 206 666 4463. 
That's 20666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. So naturally, Shelly will be upset when she sees a 40-plus-year-old man standing in the mirror. Spread the distortion. We just say STD. STD it, baby. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Guys, thank you so much for a great week of programs. I will be back on Monday to do it all over again. Oh, and now to play us out. What does that mean? To play us out. I don't know. There's no words on the screen. All right. To play us out is me singing Meredith Brooks's bitch. How nice. We end the show with a little treat for your ears. Enjoy and bye, everybody. Hey, the world today. Yes, so good to me. I know, but I can't change. Tried to tell you, but you look at me like maybe I'm an angel underneath. And I said, sweet. Yesterday I cried. Must have been relieved to see the softer side of Sears. I can understand how you'd be so confused. I don't envy you. I'm a little bit of everything. I'll roll into one. I'm a bitch. I'm a lover. I'm a child. I'm a mother. I'm a stinker. I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. I'm your hell. I'm your dream. I'm nothing in between. You know you wouldn't want it any other way. So take me as I am. This may mean you'll have to be a stronger man. Rest assured that when I start to make you nervous And I'm going to extreme Tomorrow I will change And today won't mean a thing I'm a bitch I'm a lover I'm a child I'm a mother I'm a stinker I'm a sad Did it again I do not feel ashamed I'm your health I'm your dream I'm nothing in between You know you wouldn't want it any That's right. I'm a bitch, 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 bitch. Just when you think that you got me figured out, the seasons already change your own. I think it's cool You do what you do And don't try to save me I'm a bitch I'm a lover I'm a child I'm a mother I'm a stinker I'm a say I'm gonna go with it I do not feel ashamed I'm your hell I'm your dream I'm nothing in between You know you wouldn't want it Any other way I'm a bitch, I'm a tease, I'm a goddess on my knees. Quaggle, 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 quaggle. I'm your angel undercover. I've been numb, I'm revived. Can't say I'm not alive, you know I wouldn't want it any other way. Yeah.
I'm a tease, I'm a goddess on my knees. When you hurt, when you suffer, I'm your angel undercover. Scribe.net.